Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan Fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarda Ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah Wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasihul Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyya muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi Ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Ya ibadullah More than half of Ramadan Has already passed And we have to ask ourselves and take this moment to evaluate ourselves to see are we better have our lives been enriched is our deen better than it was some odd weeks ago because without doubt there will be from amongst us those who are suffering from ailments those who are sick, those who may have been afflicted with certain diseases, those who feel that their time upon this earth is dwindling, and bila shak wa bila raib, you have from mankind a great multitude of individuals who they have more days behind them than they do in front of them. And Allah knows best if we are from amongst them. And without a doubt, there is a great occurrence, there is a reality that will most definitely happen and most definitely take place. And of that occurrence, and of that event, and of that reality, we should be scared. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in His noble book, He swears by a number of things to a great fact. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَالطُّور And by the mount of Tur. وَكِتَابٍ مَسْطُورٍ And by the inscribed book فِرَقٍ مَنْشُورٍ In a parchment that is unrolled وَالْبَيْتِ الْمَعْمُورٍ And by the bait الْبَيْتِ الْمَعْمُورٍ Which is that house in the heavens that is directly above the Kaaba وَالسَّقْفِ الْمَرْفُورٍ and by the raised roof, meaning the heavens, and by that ocean that is kept full and is undrinkable. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He swears by these things to what fact and to what reality. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, إِنَّ عَذَابَ رَبِّكَ لَوَاقِعٍ And verily, the punishment of your Lord, it will come to pass. Verily, the punishment 
the torment of your Lord, it will come to pass. This is that which Allah Ta'ala, He swearing by way of these things to this fact, that His punishment, it will come to pass. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, He informs us that no doubt, no doubt, most definitely, the punishment of your Lord, it will come to pass. Al-Alama Ahmed Shakir inside of Umnat al-Tafsir Mukhtasar Tafsir ibn Kathir he says ay lawaqi' bil kafirin that this is an occurrence or the punishment that will come to pass upon the disbelievers kama qala fi ayat al-ukhra as it is stated in another verse that the punishment upon the kuffar, it will come to pass. And there's no doubt about that. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى Allah Ta'ala, He says in the next verse, مَا لَهُ مِن دَافِعٍ أَيْ لَيْسَ لَهُ دَافِعٍ يَدْفَعُهُ عَنْهُمْ إِذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ بِهِمْ ذَلِكَ لَيْسَ لَهُمْ دَافِعٌ that they will have no one to prevent it from them. That, and it will not be prevented. Meaning, that there will be no one who can prevent this punishment from coming to them. There will be no one who could repel this punishment from them, if Allah wants to punish them. إِنَّ عَذَابَ رَبِّكَ لَوَاكِعَ مَا لَهُ مِنْ Verily the punishment of your Lord, it will come to pass and nothing will avert it. Nothing will prevent it. Nothing can stop it. Ya ibadullah, we should be scared. We should be scared that we may be of those whom Allah Ta'ala will punish. That we may be of those whom Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, He punishes them. With a punishment that can't be averted. With a punishment that can't be prevented. With a punishment that can't be stopped. We should be scared. وَرَوَى إِمَامْ أَبُوْ عُبَيْدِ فِي فَضَّائِلِ الْقُرْآنِ عَنِ الْحَسَنِ عَنِ الْعُمَرِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعْلَى عَنْهُ قَرَأَ إِنَّ عَذَابَ رَبِّكَ لَوَاقِعْ مَا لَهُ مِنْ دَافِعْ فَرَبَى لَهَا رَبْوَةِ عِيدَ مِنْهَا عِشْرِينَ يَوْمًا إِمَامْ أَبُوْ عُبَيْدِ he narrates inside of his book which is entitled Fadail Al-Qur'an on the authority of Hassan that Umar Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu Umar ibn Khattab radiyallahu ta'ala anhu the one who when he walked down the street the shaytan would take another side of the street the one whom the shaytan didn't even want to walk down the same street as him Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu one of the best of mankind ever after the prophets and the messengers Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu the one who is the best of mankind after the prophets and the messengers and after Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala anhu ajma'een Umar he read these verses. Verily, the punishment of your Lord it will come to pass. And there is nothing that can prevent it. 
he read these verses and he became stricken with an asthma-like ailment. He became stricken with asthma-like symptoms. And this persisted for 20 days. This persisted for 20 days. So if Umar was scared, we should be scared. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives us descriptions about this day. Allah ta'ala, He says, يَوْمَ تَمُورُ السَّمَاءُ مَرْوًا يَوْمَ تَمُورُ السَّمَاءُ مَوْرًا And the day that the heavens, they will shake with a dreadful shaking. When we look at the sky, we see that it is calm, it is in its place. When we look to the heavens, we see that the heavens, they appear as if that they are still. But on this day, the heavens, they will shake with a dreadful shaking. They will shake with a dreadful shaking. وَقَالَ ابْنَ عَبَّاسِ وَقَطَادَ وَقَطَادَ تَحْرِيكَ That they will shake with a mighty shaking. وَعَنْ ابْنَ عَبَّاسِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَلْعَنْهُمَا وَهُوَ تَشَقَّقُهَا And it is when it will be rent asunder, it is when it will be ripped apart, it is when it will tear apart, when the sky is being torn apart, when the sky is being ripped apart, it will shake with a most dreadful shaking. وَقَالَ الضَّحَاكِ اسْتَدَارَتُهَا وَتَحَرُّكُهَا لِأَمْرِ اللَّهِ it means that it will be turned around. The sky, it will be rolled up. It will be shaken violently due to the command of Allah Azza wa Jal. And the earth, or in the, in the heavens, excuse me, in the heavens, it will fold upon itself like waves crashing upon one another. This is describing a day that ain't like other days. This is describing a day that we need to be prepared for. This is describing an event that we should be scared of. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He goes on to say, And the mountains they will move away. And the mountains they will move away with a horrible moving. They will go away. And they will be like scattered particles of dust. That strong mountain, that mountain that is firm, will go away. It will be like dust particles. It will go away with the most violent of movement. This is a day that is a day like no other days. This is an event that we should be scared of. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He goes on to say, Woe on that day to those who used to be lied. Woe on that day to those who used to be lied. Those who belied in the dunya, they're going to be in trouble. 
those who relied in the dunya, they're going to be in trouble. And that's putting it light to the full extent of how you can put it light. They're going to be in trouble. Hey, wailun, whoa, wailun lahum. Woe unto them on that day from the punishment of Allah and from the exemplary punishment for them that it will be a punishment that will be tremendous indeed. And for them there will be punishment. For these ones who used to be lie, for them there will be punishment. Allah Ta'ala, He describes to us the characteristics of those who used to be lie. Because there will be those from amongst us who have an intellect, those from amongst us who are delusional, those from amongst us who have lied to themselves and believe their lies, who will say, well I'm okay, I'm not from those who be lie, I'm okay, I'm not from the Mukadhibin. I'm okay. I'm okay. Allah Ta'ala, He gives to us an example of them. Allah Ta'ala, He says, These are those who, they're indulging in things and they're playing around. These are those who indulge in falsehood. These are those who are playing around in falsehood. Hey. Inside of this dunya, they used to emerge themselves in falsehood. And they took their religion, they took their religion as something of just. They took their religion like it was a joke. They took their religion like it was a plaything. How many of the Muslims you see like this? Taking their religion like it's a play thing, like it's all a joke. What are some characteristics and some aspects and, a- and actions that are illustrative of this? Like those women who will put on a khimar and they will put on a jilbab when it's time to come to the masjid. Taking a deen like a joke. Those people who they only want to get righteous inside of Ramadan. Taking a deen like a joke, playing around with it. You think Allah don't see you outside the masjid? You think Allah don't see what you're doing outside of the time of Ramadan? Taking a deen like a joke. Those who playing around. Taking a deen like a joke. They don't take their prayers seriously. They don't take learning their aqidah seriously. They don't take pains of cash seriously. You got people in Ramadan fasting right now. Fasting don't take fasting seriously. How we see that? What's the illustration of that? What are some examples and and, 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 and symptoms of that? They're fasting. While they're fasting, still committing all types of sins. Still listening to music. Still staring at the opposite sex. Still backbiting. Still slandering. Still lying. Still verbally abusing. Still acting treacherously. Still disrespecting their parents. Still taking the rights of others and infringing upon the rights of others. Still damaging the property of others. And they fasting. While fasting, not even taking fasting seriously. Be careful. We should be scared. Allah Ta'ala, He says, 
يَوْمَنْ يُدَعُونَ The day that they will be plunged, pushed by force, pushed by force, forced. وَيُسَاقُونَ The ulama they explain. يُدَعُونَ أي يُسَاقُونَ they will be led, they will be forced, driven. Naam. They will be forcefully driven. Forcefully driven. Where? These ones who took their deen as just, these ones who didn't believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Where, where, where are they going to be driven to forcefully? Where are they going to be forced into? The day that they will be forcefully driven, forcefully pushed, forcefully plunged, forcefully thrown in to the blazing fire of hell with a most violent of thrusting or throwing or plunging in. Not lightly placed. Plunged in there with shidda, with force. They'll be plunged into the hellfire, thrown into the hellfire, forced into the hellfire. هَذِهِ النَّارُ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ بِهَا تُكَذِّبُونَ This is that fire that you used to belie. This is that fire that you ain't believe in. This is that fire who you thought didn't exist. This is that fire who you thought ain't gonna touch you. This is that fire who you thought wasn't for you. تَقُولُ لَهُمْ the gods of the hellfire. These powerful angels who are the gods of the hellfire. This is what they'll be saying to the people as they're being thrown into the fire. This is that fire that you used to deny. This is that fire that you used to didn't believe in. And they'll be saying this to them, scolding them and rebuking them. Is this magic? This is magic? Or you don't see it right now? As they're being plunged into the fire, the guards of the fire will be telling the people, Is this magic? How they used to deny in the dunya. They used to call the Prophet a magician. They used to speak bad about the Prophet They used to disbelieve in the Prophet So now when the reality has come to pass, now when the, the adab of Allah has come to pass, now when they're being thrown and plunged and driven into the fire, they'll say to them, this is magic, huh? This is magic right now? Oh, you don't see it. Is this magic? Don't you see it? It's slow, huh? Go into it. Get in it. This is real. You used to say, was it real? This is magic now? Or do you not but see it? Get in there. Get in there. This is something we should be scared that we will ever have these words said to us. Allah Ta'ala, He says, فَاسْوِرُوا أَوْ لَا تَصْوِرُوا سَوَاءٌ عَلَيْكُمْ be able to bear the fire with patience or don't have the ability to bear with patience it's the same thing why because you ain't never getting out there's no escape you can take it you can't take it you ain't getting out it's not like for those who can't take it they get to get out no why because no one can take it 
No one will be able to bear it. No one will be able to patiently bear it. Everyone who is thrown therein will not have the ability to bear it. And the punishment will consistently get worse and worse and worse and worse. And there's no escape. They'll never get out. Verily, you're only being paid for what you did. You're only being paid for what you did. No one wronged you. This ain't unfair. Allah didn't oppress you. This is a result of your own actions. This is a result of what you did. This is a result of what you did when? When you was alive walking on top of this earth. This is a result. This is what your hands have earned from when you was on earth. We should be scared. We on earth right now, ya ibad. We living right now, ya ibad. This is the time right now in this lifetime that we living in. This is the time that if we destroy ourselves, this is the time we're going to destroy ourselves. This is the time we're going to put forth those deeds that make us of those who hear this. So we should be scared. We should be scared. And we should be intellectuals and use our brains and prepare. So that we will be from those who never hear the likes of this, from those who never had the likes of this said to them, Hada Akulu Koli Hada was done for Hali Walakum, Wali Jamil Muslimin, Festabu Firu, Fainahu, Wal Rafuru. Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, Wassalatu Wassalam, Ba'ad Rasulillah. نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وبعد الله سبحانه وتعالى after saying these words which should invoke within us fear to the utmost extent of fear الله سبحانه وتعالى he says إِنَّ الْمُتَّقِينَ فِي جَنَّاتٍ وَنَعِيمٍ That verily those who fear Allah, they will be inside of gardens of bliss. So yes, we should be scared. But at the same time, we should also have hope. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us about those good ones. Those ones who took advantage of their time when they were on the earth. Those who took advantage of their life. Those who took advantage of their life. And those months that came throughout the course of their life. Those months that included Ramadan but weren't exclusive to Ramadan. They benefited from the whole of their life, from every month. Not just the Ramadans of their lifetime, but of their lifetime in general. That verily for those who fear Allah, those who have taqwa, those who fear Allah, then for them there will be the Jannah. And this is different than what those other ones, they are in from adab. The bad people, they're going to get the adab. But on the opposite side, the good people, they're going to get the what? They're going to get the gardens of bliss and delight. They will be happy, they will be joyed. By what their Lord has given them. Al-Alama Ahmed Shakir, he says, 
رحمه الله تعالى he says يتفكرون بما أتاهم الله من النعيم من أصناف الملذة من مآكل والمشارب والملابس والمساكن والمراكب وغير ذلك that they will be happy they will be happy they will be overjoyed so for those who want to do good for those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those who are striving to do what is right نعم you should be scared but you should also have hope you should have hope have hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have hope that you will receive this reward have hope that Allah will accept from you your good deeds and fear Allah's punishment fear disobeying Allah because this is the way of the believer we are constantly between hope and fear we should be scared and we should also have hope the alama he says that they will be overjoyed they will be overjoyed with that which their Lord has given them they will be overjoyed with that which Allah has given them from the bliss from those good things from those bliss from the different types of delightful things from every different type of delightful thing from food from drink from clothing from abodes and houses huh? from maraqib from rides those who take pleasure those who are looking for a good house those who take pleasure in clothes those who take pleasure in food those who take pleasure in drink those who want to strive for that good that good crib that good ride they strive for the dwellings of the Akhirah. Strive for the food of the Akhirah. Strive for the drink of the Akhirah. Strive for the bliss of the Akhirah. He says, and other than that, from that which is blissful, they will be overjoyed, over happy from that, from that angle. Also, and they will be happy from another standpoint. They will be happy with a happiness that is that is by itself they will be happy with a separate happiness and what is that other happiness that they'll be happy for is that their Lord has saved them from the punishment of the blazing fire that their Lord has saved them from the punishment of the blazing fire so not only are they overjoyed not only are they happy that Allah has entered them into Jannah and of the bliss and the things that they'll receive inside of Jannah but then they're also happy from another angle another standpoint with a separate happiness that Allah saved them from the fire that Allah saved them from the fire because being saved from the fire is enough to bring about extreme happiness by itself by itself but these are those who, who they did good Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because many of us we will we will say we will like to believe those of us who have an ounce of intellect Naam. We will like to believe those who delude ourselves, those who lie to ourselves and believe their own lies, they will like to say that what? That's me. That's the group I'm gonna be with. Those who gonna enter to the Jannah and be happy. That's who I'm gonna be with. So Allah Ta'ala He gives us a description of these ones. Who are these ones? As Allah Ta'ala He says, as it, as it will be said to them, and we pray to Allah Ta'ala that this is said to us. Eat and drink merrily. Eat and drink merrily. Eat and drink. Enjoy yourself in happiness. Because of what you used to do. Eat and drink merrily. Huh? Have all you want. Enjoy. Due to what? Because of what you used to do. When? When you was alive in, the, in this world. Not when you was in your grave. 
Not after their soul was separated from your body. Not after you were dead and had become dust. But what? But when you was on earth, what you used to do when you was on earth from fearing Allah, from doing that which Allah has commanded you to do, from believing properly in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by submitting yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by living your life according to the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by submitting yourself to Allah as a Muslim and dying as a Muslim, by staying away from, to the best of your extent, to the best of your ability, those things that Allah has commanded you to stay away from them, and by repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you embarked upon on the haram. When you did the haram, you followed it up with tawbah, with repentance. You didn't follow it up with useless justification. You didn't follow it up by lying to yourself and saying, oh, it's not really that bad. You didn't follow it up with arrogance. You didn't follow it up with obstinance, but you followed it up with repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These were those who they tried. They tried. They tried to the best of their ability to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's all Allah has put upon us is to try to the best of our ability. Fattakullah, Mr. Ta'jum. Fear Allah to the best of your ability. These are those who fear Allah to the best of your ability. So now let's look back at that example. That sister who only want to cover in Ramadan. She want to tell us that she fearing Allah to the best of her ability? Then because we know the answer is no. Because if you can cover in Ramadan, if you can cover for 29 or 30 days, then how come you can't cover 29 or 30 days of every other month? You can do it in Ramadan, but you can't do it then? You supposed to believe that? You can pray in Ramadan, but you don't want to pray after Ramadan? You want us to believe you don't have the ability to pray outside of Ramadan, but you can pray in Ramadan? You going to stand up Qiyam in Ramadan, but you say you can't stand Qiyam outside Ramadan? Yeah, Salam. You want us to accept that? We supposed to believe that? You have lied to yourself to such an extent, you really believe that? These are those who fear Allah to the best of their ability. So therefore, they will be rewarded. They will be rewarded. They will be rewarded with the Jannah. Because they feared Allah to the best of their ability. Now, the best of their ability, they weren't perfect. Many of the sinners, when you call them to account, many of the sinners, when you admonish them, what's, what's one of the common sentences that come out of their mouth? Yeah, I'm not perfect. But I'm not perfect. Yeah, Salam. What does that have to do with anything? Ain't nobody perfect. That's the given. We know you ain't perfect. I ain't perfect. You ain't perfect. He ain't perfect. She ain't perfect. So what's the, what I got to do with anything? What does that have to do with the sin that you're doing? What does that have to do with, with you not running to make Toba right now? What does that got to do with anything? That is a useless statement. That statement don't mean nothing. Yeah, but I'm not perfect. Well, who is perfect? Not us. Allah is perfect. Human beings, we're not perfect. All of us make sense. So you saying that is to prove what? To prove a given? That's like me coming to you and saying, Yo, Akhi, you know, I, you know I, uh, I breathe air? Okay. We all breathe air. For these ones who, they tried their best, they will be, as Allah Ta'ala says, they will be upon raised thrones that will be decorated, that they will be aligned, meaning that they will be facing one another, as we understand from other verses. As Allah Ta'ala says, that they will be upon high raised thrones facing one another. 
They will be upon these thrones facing one another. That's the, that's 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 the chair that you want. That's the chair that you want. That's 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 the that's that's the relaxation. That's that's the one you want. That's what you want. For those who want that, then we have to work hard now. We have to work hard now. And we will marry them to the beautiful wide-eyed maidens of the Jannah. For those who they will like and they desire to chase after marriage with good, wholesome, pure individuals and creatures, to let them chase after marrying the Hurun'ain. Let them chase and put forth those actions so that they will be of those who are married to the Hurun'ain. And the way that you will be able to marry and be married to those beautiful maidens of the Jannah is by living your life according to the Kitab, according to the Sunnah of Mustafa, is by living your life according to the Kitab and the Sunnah of Mustafa as understood by the Salaf of this Ummah, as understood by the Sahaba. That's how you get that, by working hard and striving hard to do that which is right, by working hard and striving hard to do that which is according to the Sharia of Islam. That's how you get that. You don't get that. You will not get that. You will never get that while treading the path, while walking the path, while being upon the way and the methodology of the Khawarij. You will never get the marriage to the Hurun by adorning yourself with the methodology of the dogs of the hellfire. So anyone who's looking for that, you will never find that inside of the way of ISIS or in the way of Daesh or in the way of Al-Qaeda or in the way of Shabab or in the way of Boko Haram or in the way of Ikhwani Muslimin or the way of whoever from the Khawarij. You will never find it in that. You will never be able to marry from the Hurun by putting a bomb on your chest going and killing people while killing yourself. You will never be able to marry to the Huru'in by committing suicide and murder as your last act. So don't get it twisted. If you take the route of the dogs of the hellfire, then you will be from the dogs of the hellfire. Ain't no dog from the hellfire being married to one of the Huru'in. So don't let them come and lie to you. Don't let them come and trick you. Don't let them come and brainwash you and say, Oh, Allah has chosen you for something special. These are shayateen that are trying to and calling you to and offering for you to the jaheem. They're offering for you to go to the blazing fire. You'll never get that by acting like that. You'll never get that by being upon the way of the khawarij, the way of these terrorists. You'll never get that. But if you want that, then you have to be upon that which the Prophet ﷺ was upon. That was the Sahaba they were upon. You have to strive hard upon that. Strive diligently upon that. Strive hard to adorn yourself with the Islamic manners and characteristics, the Islamic beliefs. You have to strive hard to adorn yourself and live your life according to the deen of Al-Islam, according to the Kitab, according to the Sunnah, in Ramadan and outside of Ramadan, all year round, as long as you got breath. Whatever happened from before is done. It's done. Take from right now and beautify the rest of your life. Take from right now and beautify the rest of your life. 
Fill it with righteous good deeds. Fill it with tawbah. Fill it with repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fill it, fill it with fleeing back and returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fill it with trying to increase in righteous good deeds. Fill it with making dhikr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fill it with reading the Quran and contemplating over the Quran, living by the Quran. Fill it with reading of the ahadith and contemplating over the ahadith and living your life according to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu Fill it with being upon that which the sahaba were upon. Go out on a good note. If you started off bad, you started off tripping, that's okay. Finish it with a good note. Just like if you start the race and you stumble, you don't continuously stumble throughout the rest of the race, but you adjust your course. You steady your feet. And you try to finish the race as strong as you can. So let us finish this race of our lives as strong as we can. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who are entered into the Jannah, who are over happy with the, the extent and the epitome of happiness. Those who it is said to them, eat and drink merrily for what you have done in days gone by. Those whom will be married to the Huru'een. Those whom will be safe from going to the Jaheem. We ask Allah to make us of them and to save us from the other ones, to save us from the other party, to save us from that party of shaitan, to save us from that party that's going to the hellfire in this life and the next.